You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Tutuloy po natin yung ating serye na pinamagatan nating Truth Be Told. Kung saan pinag-usapan po natin yung mga iba't ibang talinhaga. Familiar ba kayo sa mga talinhaga ni Jesus? Yung talinhaga? Parables. Okay, parables. Iba't ibang talinhaga ng Panginoon. At uh, yun ang ating pong uh, ninanasa dito is magkaroon tayo ng mas malinaw na pagkakaunawa sa mga talinhagang ito that we would also appreciate it. And at the same time, makita natin or masalamin natin ang ating mga sarili dito sa mga talinhagang ito na mag, uh, mag-respond tayo ng tama or we would just be responding in obedience. Alam niyo ang Panginoong Isokristo po ay mahilig po siya sa na maggawa uh, ng story uh, o magsabi ng mga istorya sa kanyang mga tagapakinig nung nung panahon nila no dahil ang mga tao by nature gustong-gusto ng mga tao ang mga istorya. Tama ba? Kaya nga sa panahon natin yung kita niyo bakit kumikita yung mga telenovela dahil mahilig ho ang tao sa chismis. Yun, yun yun eh. Yun talagang na, nasa ilalim nun. And so, uh, Jesus would normally use uh, parables to declare the spiritual truth. You know, mga katotohanan patungkol po sa kaharian ng Panginoon sa isang istoryang mas naiuunawaan ng mga tao. Uh, ang, la- ang layunin po ng Panginoon ay maintindihan nila sa pinakasimpleng paraan yung storyang yun. And yet, merong konting uh, uh, may, may subtle na hago doon ng Panginoon dahil nais ng Panginoon ito lalo na ipaintindi doon sa mga interesado na katulad nyo. You know, ang Panginoon si Kristo po, alam niya yung alam niya yung ano, he's a good he's a good uh, steward when it comes to the truth of the kingdom of God because ang kaharian po ng Panginoon ay napakalawak, ito po ay napakamakapangyarihan. It is so powerful that it can change lives of people. And so what he would normally do is that he would say uh, he would tell them a story, a parable na nagahayag po ng katotohanan ng spiritual about the kingdom of God. Kasi madalas ang kausap niya, crowd, yun ang mga ta- maraming tao. And so, doon sa mga interesado na katulad nyo, katulad nyo, ha? Kat- tignan mo yung katabi mo, sabi mo, interesado ka. Harinawa. Sa mga interesado, doon niya inihahayag yung katotohanan sa likuran ng mga istoryang yon so, yun po yung talagang uh, binibigyan ng, ng emphasis ng Panginoon. So, ito ho'y nakatago doon sa mga hindi, hindi interesadong matutunan ang talagang uh, uh, meaning ng mga talinhaga. Dahil sa totoo lang, nung parang Yesus, hindi lahat ng sumusunod sa Kanya, talagang sumusunod sa Kanya as in sumusunod. Meron mo doon, kaya sumusunod kasi napakain. Parang yung binasa kanina ni Jeff, no? napakain lang, uh, nakatikim ng libreng almusal. So, para makatipid daw, lagi nang nakasunod kay Jesus. Yung iba naman, naka- nakikisaw-saw lang sa popularidad ni Jesus. Kaya nandoon nakikinig. Yung iba naman, mga abang lingkod. Inaabangan yung mga maling sasabihin ng Panginoon. At lang sa ganun, siya ay mapulaan at makosahan. At dahil siya'y kinaiingitan, lalo na ng mga reliyosong tao, mga pariseyo, saduseyo, ang nangyayari po ay inaabangan nila ang Panginoon na magsabi ng mga bagay-bagay na gagamitin nila laban sa Kanya. So, iba't ibang tao ang nakikinig sa Panginoon. Parang sa panonhon natin ngayon, iba't ibang uri ng tao ang nakikinig sa Panginoon, kahit sa ganitong setting, you know, even in a church setting, we have different people, a crowd, so to speak, that would normally and regularly hear the preaching of the Word. And many times, 
ang namimiss out natin, if you still remember the parable of the sower, we need to understand the importance of really comprehending or maunawaan natin kung ano ang salita ng Diyos. Dahil kung hindi rin natin ito maunawaan, sayang po ang mga napapakinggan nating salita ng Diyos. Amin ho ba? Okay. Now, ngayon po, ang pag-uusapan naman natin ay isa ulit sa mga talinhaga niya. It has something to do with three parables, but I'm going to give emphasis on the third one. Although, you know, sa parable na ito, yung tatlo, it, it focused on the same issue, and that is the importance, or, or, or that is what, uh, it's about what God values. Ano ba ang pinahahalagahan ng Panginoon sa mundong ito? Okay? At yun po ay walang iba, kundi ang buhay ng bawat isa. Tignan mo yung katabi mo, sabi mo, interesado ang Diyos sa buhay mo. So we'll be talking about the parable of the lost ship, the parable of the uh, lost coin, and the parable of the lost son, or known more as the parable of the prodigal son. Okay? Hopefully, ngayon po, makita natin kung papaano nagdi-deal si Lord when it comes sa ating mga kasalanan. How does God deal? How does God deal with our sins? Or how should we respond doon sa pag-ibig ng Diyos sa atin? Okay, so yun ang mga tatalakay natin. So tumayo po tayong lahat at uh, samahan niyo po ako sa pagbasa sa Lucas, ikalabing libang kabanata, unang tatlong talata. Okay, basahin po natin. Sabay-sabay, ng malakas. Go! Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to Him. And the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. Father, we thank you as we come before you, humbling ourselves, acknowledging that apart from you, we can do nothing. Lord, sa umagang ito, samahan niyo po kaming muli sa pag-aaral ng inyong salita. At ang dalangin ko po, Panginoon, ay muli naming makita ang katotohanan, lalong-lalo na dito sa inyong mga talinhaga. Barang Espiritu, we welcome you in our midst, O God. And we acknowledge you are and will always be our teacher. That you will teach us all things and you will guide us into all truth. And even right now, Lord God, by the power and authority you have given us, we come against the spirit of heaviness. In the name of Jesus, we come against any hindering spirits. We come against any blinding spirits in the name of Jesus. And we command you to get out of this place in Jesus' name. And so, Father God, I speak freedom from knowing and understanding your word. I speak freedom from the power of your word, O God. And thank you, Holy Spirit, that as we know the truth, it will set us free. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Pwede na po tayo po. Sige po, palakpakan natin ating Panginoon. Alright. Praise God. Now, Nang mga panahong ito, ang Panginoong Kristo po ay medyo nagiging tanyag na. He was, he's becoming famous by this time dahil po sa kanyang mga pagtuturo at dahil din po sa kanyang pakikitungo doon sa mga taong nakikinig sa kanya. At ito pong dahilan kung bakit siya kinainggitan at kinainisan ng mga reliyosong tao, ng mga pariseyo, ng mga saduseyo, at makikita po natin, ang sabi po rito, yung mga tax collectors, mga taga-BIR, at saka yung mga makasalanan, yun po ang palaging nakasunod sa kanya. Now, dapat din po natin maintindahan na nung panahon nila, ang mga tax 
tax collectors, okay? Pagka ikaw ay naniningilang buwis, ang tingin ho, ito ho ay isinasa isang tabi. Ito ay nire-reject ng mga tao. Ito po, tawag po sa kanilang mga outcast ng society. Mga taong hindi pinapansin, mga taong uh, kinaiinisan, mga taong galit na galit sila. Dahil ito po yung mga hudyo, yung mga tax collectors nito, ito yung mga hudyo, pero nagtatrabaho sila sa Imperyo Romano na kung saan itong Imperyo Romano ay uh, you know, talagang uh, ginigipit sila pagdating sa kanila pong mga taxes. So, kaya galit sila. Kaya itinuturing nila itong mga tax collectors as well as yung mga sinners na outcast ng society. Now, when they saw Jesus, not just talking to them, but even eating with them, mas lalong nagalit yung mga reliyosong tao. You know, the Pharisees, ito po mga pariseyo, ito po ay uh, 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 parang isang lupo ng mga tao, yung isang sekta nung panahon nila. You know, these are very religious people at sila po ay merong strict observance of the traditions and the Old Testament law. In such a way na masyado silang focus do sa Old Testament law, kaya nung dumating ang Panginoon si Kristo and He was trying to, in a way, break the wrong mindset and perception about the Old Testament law, dun ho sila, dun siya kinainisan lalo ng mga reliyosong taong ito. Now, yung mga eskriba naman, well, by its name, ito ho yung nagre-record ng mga bagay. In fact, sila yung nagsusulat ng batas. Kaya, ito mga ito, nung parin nila, these are expert theologians. Kung pagdating sa sa kautusan, pagdating sa mga batas-batas ng, ng, ng Israelita na binigay ng Diyos, ito mga ito'y magagaling. Okay? Alam nila kung ano ang mga nasusulat at kanilang binabasa. Okay? Now, kaya lang, ito ang matindi. Sa sobrang alam nila kung ano ang nakalagay sa lumang tipan when it comes to the laws and the commandments of God, ang nangyari po is that they become so stiff in such a way na masyado silang naging legalistic Kaya nung nakita si Jesus na nakikipag-usap at kumakain kasama nito, eh sila ho ay galit na galit at lalong nabuo sa kanilang paniniwala na si Jesus ay hindi talagang propeta at hindi talagang galing sa Diyos. Bakit? Dahil ang alam nila, ayon sa kanilang batas ng lumang tipan, ay kailangan manatili silang malinis in such a way na literal na nilang kinuha na hindi na sila nakikipag-usap sa mga ibang tao. Lalo na yung mga itinuturing nga nilang mga outcast ng society. Now, to be honest with you, even today, marami tayong makikitang ganyan. Mga Kristiyanong masyadong legalistic. Mga Kristiyanong, ma, ma, you know, andaling humusga sa iba. Now, of course, hindi natin i-deny, whatever we see, whatever we hear, we easily judge. But again, the Bible declares that do not judge so that you will not be judged. Ingatan natin ang paghusga sa ibang tao dahil unang-una, hindi natin alam kung ano ang puso ng isang tao. Ang pwede lang natin husgan ay yung ating nakikita at yung ating mga naririnig tungkol sa kanila. Pero still, it is not right for anyone just to judge anybody. Even inside the church, we would see that there are different Christians. May mga Kristiyanong medyo critical. Buti na lang wala dito no. Sa, sa iba yon. Pero dito wala, you know? Na uh, naalala ko nung una-unang nag-shift tayo paunti-unti noon kasi hindi hindi man kailasan niyo dito sa Pilipinas, no? Uh, noon ang mga churches noon, 'di ba? Pagka pagka kunyari, mga pastors, 'di ba? Lagi nakabarong, tama po ba? Yan yung business, yung, yung nakakorbata, kahit summer, alam niyo yun, tapos walang, walang aircon, yung, yung bang makikita niyo, yung kilikili, basambasa na. Pero okay lang, basta kailangan nakakorbata. Kapag di ka nakakorbata, hindi ka dapat pastor. 
o pag di ka nakabarong. And so when we started lowering down a bit yung ating pananamit, eh, we received a lot of uh, a lot of criticism on that. And so, well, again, different perspective, different understanding, but the point is this, what is important is our heart. Amen. We can look holy on the outside and yet corrupt in our hearts. Are you following me? That's why the Bible says only God can judge the people because only God can see our heart. And this is what took place. Kaya nga, nung, nung nagagalit ang mga pariseyo at ang mga reliyosong tao, when Jesus started to mingle with the sinners and with the tax collectors, the outcasts of society, they started criticizing Him. And so, kaya sabi sa verse, and so He gave this parable. He told them this parable. Now, itong parable na ito, na uh, isang uh, unang ibinigay ng, ng, ng Panginoon, and I would say, ngayon pa lamang, na ang kabutihan ng Diyos, God's graciousness, is far greater than man's sinfulness. Ang kabutihan ng Diyos, that's the graciousness of kanyang kabutihan, kagandahang loob, ang kanyang pabor, ang kanyang pag-ibig, ay higit-higit na malayo. You know, mas mahigit, mas, mas higit pang malayo kaysa sa kasalanan ng tao. It is so easy to judge the sin of people. Napakadaling humusga, hindi ba? You know, um, I remember there was a time na may mga kasama akong mga, hindi naman kabataan, pero young people, uh, mga single noon, na mga Christians who love the Lord so much, and they are so on fire for God, the, the only challenge was that they, get, they have tattoos. May mga tattoo you know? And so, when we enter the church premises, at nakita nila mga kasama ko, uh, you know, nahiyahu yung mga kasama ko. Gusto nilang itago yung mukha nila sa kanilang bulsa. Dahil kung titigan sila mula ulo hanggang talampakan. Now, um, I don't want to make any comment on that, pero the point is this, simple. Again, it is so easy to judge others, other people. And kaya nga sabi ng iba, bakit nakikita natin yung muta ng iba kung saan di naman natin pinapansin yung troso mismo sa ating mga mata? And also the Bible says, what's the golden rule? Come on, come on, what's the golden rule? Do unto others what you like others do unto you. Sani's version, do unto others as if you are the other. Yeah. So kung negative, wag mong gawin sa iba yung ayaw mong gawin nila sa iyo. Wag nating husgahan yung iba kung ayaw mong husgahan ka rin. Hindi lang na ibang tao, kundi ng Diyos. Are you still here? Okay, now, let's go through with this. Now, makikita natin that even, again, when we talk about the grace of God, kaya, you know, I, I pray that God would really open our understanding in the area of His grace. Bakit? We, we're, not, we're not even scratching the surface ng grace ni God. Pagka sinalin mo kasi, ang, ang, ang grace parang biyaya lang, o kabutihan, o kagandahang loob, walang masyadong impact. But when we start to understand what the real grace of God is, men, mamamangha ka. In fact, the reason why we are all here is because of the grace of God. The reason of who you are and what you are, the reason behind this is simply because of the grace of God. Wala tayong may pagmamalaki sa buhay nito apart from the grace of God. You are what you are. We are what we are only by the grace of God. Kaya nga yung grace na yun, yun ang palaging ginagamit na Panginoon even when we were saved. The Bible says we are saved by grace through faith. 
We don't deserve it, but God still chose to give it to us. And tayo tinanggap lang natin, and we're so grateful about that. Yun yung po yung sinasabi natin na, na great. Kaya nga, after that, isa sa unang parable na binigay niya is the parable of the lost sheep. Kung saan alam natin istorya, iniwan nung, tu, nung, nung pastol, yung siyam na po siyam para hanapin yung isang nawawala at nagwawala. Okay? At sabi, you know, nung kanyang nakita yung, yung isang nawawala at nagwawala na yun, nagpa-party siya. At sabi, halika kayo, samahan niyo ako, let's just rejoice dahil natagpuan ko na yung nawawala kong tupa. And then, in verse 7 of John 15, it says, Just so, I tell you, that there will be more, what? Joy! Sabi niyo nga, joy. Medyo, ngumiti kayo pag sinabi yung joy. There will be more joy where? In heaven, saan? Over one sinner that repents, kumpara saan? Do sa mga matutuwid na. That's why whether, you know, when we do altar calls or when we, every time we preach or every time you share the Word of God at tumatanggap, hindi natin naintindihan kung gano'ng kasayang langit. Sometimes we see and watch people come to, to the saving knowledge of Jesus. We hear people pray the sinner's prayer, the acceptance prayer, and yet parang sa atin, wala lang. Parang normal lang sa atin. I hope hindi ganun maging attitude natin. Dahil kung ang langit ay nagsasaya, kahit isa lang ang tumanggap sa Panginoon, dapat nakikisaya tayo sa langit. Now, sa ato sa'yo, iba sabi, ay, naborn again yan. Lord, ba't mo yung binorn again? Hindi ang karapat dapat sa langit, dapat yan sa impyerno. Yeah. Now, we don't, have, we don't need to have that kind of attitude. Why? Because, number one, God loves everyone. Hello? Tignan mo yung katabi mo, sabi mo, hindi lang ikaw ang love ni Lord. That's why the, the Bible says, for God so loved the world. And because of that love, what did He do? He gave. At anong binigay ng Ama? Hindi pipitsugin. Binigay niya, may heavy yun, bigatin son. And I believe with all my heart, with all conviction, kahit na ikaw na lang ang nag-iisa sa mundong ito, papadala pa rin ang Ama ang kanyang anak para mamatay, para kamaligtas lamang. Amen! That is the grace of God. We don't feel we deserve it. We don't even understand why God saved us. See, Jesus, the Bible says, greater love has no man than this, that He laid down His life for His friends. We need to value what God values. And as far as God is concerned, He values the lost soul. That's the reason we have the responsibility to share the gospel to everyone. I'm not talking about having a microphone at mag-preach ka. Well, if God has called you to be a preacher, why not? But even when you share the changes that took place in your life, your testimony, alam niyo ba kung saan galing ang testimony? When you overcome every test, it becomes a testimony. Kaya nga testimony. Patotoo yan. Why? Because this is what I believe. Ang kristyanong walang patotoo, hindi totoo. Ang kristyanong walang patotoo, hindi totoo. You know why? Because God is in the business of changing lives. That's why as far as the lost is concerned, God is willing to leave everyone just to look for that lost one. Amen. Kaya sabi ni, sabi ni Jesus, kung, kung, ang, kung ang langit nagsasaya, dapat tayo nagsasaya. Dapat excited tayo mag-share ng gospel. 
Excited tayo i-share si Jesus. Huwag lang yung mga telenovela ang i-share natin. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, hindi lang yun. After that, diba, the next was the, the, the parable of the lost coin. Oh, by the way, para maintindihan natin, during the ancient times, yung mga babae po, lalo na yung mga kadalagahan, pagka mag-aasawa na yan, yun, binibigyan niya ng 10 silver coins. Yung misang ginagawa nilang parang bahagi ng kanilang pag-aadorno, you know. Basta meron silang 10 silver coins. And that silver coins, they treasure that. Bakit? Ibinibigay sa parang bahagi na rin ng dowry or whatever they, were, they wanted to call that. Now, yung, yung parable of the lost coin, the Bible says, yung babae, nawala yung isa. Isa lang. Sabi nyo nga, isa lang. Isang coin lang, silver coin. And what did she do? The Bible says, is what? Naglinis siya. Sinindihan yung kanyang lampara, naglinis, hinanap hanggang matagpuan yung nawawala niyang pilak. Ganon. And then, also in verse 10, says, Just so, I tell you, there is, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Now, imagine this, kung isang kaluluwa lang nagpa-party na sa langit, gano'n pa kaya kung marami yan? feeling ko tuloy, baka kaya kumikidlat at kumukulog. Ang dami na boborn na gini. Eh. Sa sobrang tayo, pagka napapatalon sila, gumagal. Naisip ko rin, baka rin kaya pag lumilindol dito, sa sobrang saya, yung vibration sa langit, nayayanig yung mga tectonic plates. But kidding aside, again, we see here that there are common threads. May, may common thread dito. Number one, may nawawala. Pangalawa, hinahanap yung nawawala. At pangatlo, nagsasaya sila pag nakita yung nawawala. And I pray that that, those, that attitude will also be in us. That we will also value the lost. Hindi tayo titigil, hindi natin ikakahiya si Jesus. Hello? Pagmamalaki natin siya, ibabahagi natin siya. And trust me, you don't need to have a Bible in your hands to share the gospel. You just share your life. Amen. Wow. Kaya nga, again, dito makikita natin yung dakilang pag-ibig ng Diyos sa mga nawawala. And I'd like to speak to some of you here right now. Maybe some of you, you've run away from God. Maybe some of you, you're here, you've been attending church services like this, and yet you know that in your heart, you're far away from God. Sometimes you wanted to go back, and yet parang, you know, napipigilan ka because the devil is out there to condemn you. The devil is out there to say, nga, lalapit-lapit ka pa kay Lord. Tatawag-tawagin mo sarili mong Christian, tapos paulit-ulit din naman kasalanan mo. Puro ko, I repent, tapos I repeat. Number one, ang lakas makajahing lumapit sa Diyos pag alam mong something is wrong with your life. Are you hearing me? Ang hirap magpray. Ang hirap magbasa ng Bible. Until such time, unti-unti nakikita mo, tinatabangan ka na kay Lord. Hindi ka na ganun ka-excited. You know, parang ang pagdalo na lang ng church is a business as usual thing. No more expectations. Or sometimes, maybe some of you here, you feel frustrated and disappointed. You've been believing God for something and yet nothing happens. You've been praying for one thing and the opposite happens. That's very frustrating. Tama ba? Again, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Ang isang taong backslider doesn't need to stop attending church. In fact, out of love, let me say this. 
There are so many backsliders who are always present in the church. Because the, Pro- the book of Proverbs says, a backslider in the heart is filled with his own ways. And sometimes we look at it, ah, masyado namang strict. No, 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 no. That's not strictness. That is just simply obeying God. That's why we need the Holy Spirit. That's why we need, you know, to read the Word of God regularly. That's why we need to be in a small group. Why? So that you can, you know you have somebody around you who's praying for you, somebody around you who can encourage you, who can push you kung kinakailangan. Why? Because it is really hard to walk alone in this faith journey. You can never run away from the love of God. You can never run away. I know you'll agree with me, and I know many of you will not. Because maraming beses, you have experienced to run away from God. You have experienced to keep silent before God, and still, God is there. Kinukulit ka. God is there confirming everything that He had already placed in your heart. God is there. Yes, many times. Wala tayong ginagawa. We just wanted to be alone. And still, the love of God is there enveloping you. You just know the love of God is there. And that's the reason where the Bible says, it is because of the goodness of God that you go back to Him. Amen. I don't know about you, but one major reason I surrendered my life to God is when, you know, the first time I attended church way back, May 13, 1984. And the first message I really heard that struck my heart is about the forbearance of God. That God is so patient with me. And then so point, trust me, I, I was wrecked on drugs. I was on drugs some time no matin ako ng church. And pinagtitripan ko yung, yung mga nagtutugtugo na, wow, man, ang kanta pa namin nung gaganda, alive, alive, wow, heaven. And when I heard the preaching of the Word, and I heard for the first time that God is so patient with me, it struck my heart. And from that time on, I was there in front, accepting Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and everything is history. It is the love of God, the grace of God, that would always push us to go back to Him. That's why I said, you can never run away from the grace and the love of God. Why? Because God's graciousness is far better and greater than our own sinfulness. Amen. Come on, give Him praise for that. And then come, now, okay lang to, kinikwento ko lang kasi it will take, it will eat us more time pag binasa-basa pa natin lahat eh. Kaya magalala, hindi ko kayo lolokohin. Pero i-check nyo sa Bible kung totoo siya nasabi ko. Kung ako maya, nagtatayo na pala akong sarili ritong kulto. Hindi nyo pa alam. After the two parables, come the most known parable, which is the parable of the prodigal son or the lost son. Now, alam natin yun. The Bible says there was a man who has two sons. After that, at sabi yun, yung younger son went to his dad and asked for his mana. Now, just imagine, even during the ancient times, almost the same as today, noon, ang isang anak, hindi mo pwedeng, hindi mo pwedeng hingin yung mana mo hanggat buhay ang magulang mo. Kapal naman natin, pag hini, buhay pa yung magulang natin, ay, tayo na, akin na yung mana ko. Baka sabihin siya, manang-mana ka talaga sa pinagmanahan mo. Why? It's, it's not appropriate. 
During their time, kabastusan yun. Nabuhay ang tatay mo, ang magulang mo, hihingin mo yung mana mo. And trust me, this is a younger son. Now, ancient practice, pagka ikaw ay, uh, ay ganun, dalawa kayo, ang bunso would just get one-third. Ang panganay would get two-thirds. Double portion lagi ang panganay. Ilan ang mga panganay dito? Wow, dami yung panganay ah. So kung kayo panganay, you have the right to claim for a double portion. Yun yun. But anyway, so hiningi nito, and well, honestly, I'm, until this very hour, I'm, I'm still thinking, bakit binigay nung ama? And I'd like to believe binigay ng ama simply because of his great love for his son. Alam niyo, minsan mga magulang, hindi mati isang anak eh. Tama ba? May kasabihan tayo, mga magulang, minsan isusubo na lang, bibigay pa sa anak. Yan uh, uh, Last night, I, I, I officiated a wedding and sabi ho nung nanay nung groom, sabi niya, pastor, walang paiyakan ngayon. Sabi ko, hindi, hindi, hindi ko, anong, hindi ko, kumidyante ako, kako, hindi, hindi ako mahilig magpaiyak. And I, you know, I, 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 I did my promise. Hindi ko siya pinayak. Yung anak niya nagpayak sa kanya. Because it was his son who honored her in front of all the guests. And ang, ang nakakatuwa pa, which is usually a common case sa mga kinakasal, it's always the lalaki ang masyadong iyakin. <laughs> And so, well, uh, sa totoo lang naman, mga lalaki, tayo mga lalaki dito ang iyak. Nagpapawis lang ang ating mga mata. Pero we don't cry. You know, real men, they don't cry. Our eyes just perspire. You know? Lalo na pag mainit. Siyempre, normal naman sa atin yun. And then after the, you know, after the wedding ceremony, kausap ko yun kasi katabi ko eh, tatay tsaka nanay, nagkikwento sila. He was so surprised doon sa anak nila and they kwento kung anong buhay ng anak, anak nila dati. And so sa kwentuhan, kahit ako namangha, ako bigla akong humanga doon sa groom. Yeah. Ganun magmahal ang mga magulang willing magsakripisyo sa mga anak. At yun, ibinigay. And so, the story goes, he squandered his wealth, he went away, nilustay, yung minana, as sabi sa ibang, uh, sa ibang book, uh, is that, um, uh, parang sa prostitute niya ginamit, na ubos, at dumating yung time, there was a famine in the land. At wala nang lutira, so he has to work. At alam niyo kung ano yung pinasok niyang trabaho, magpakain ng baboy. Now, this is another, uh, a, a, a good perspective, a, an interesting thing. Ang mga Hudyo, sa kan- mapupunan nyo, wala akong mahirap na Hudyo. Walang mahirap. Pumunta kayo sa Israel, walang mahirap, walang namamalimus na Hudyo. Sobrang pinagpala sila ng Panginoon. Kaya para ang isang Hudyo, magtrabahong katulong o alila at magpakain pa ng baboy na kung saan itinuturing yung mga Hudyo na maduming, isa sa mga maruming hayop ang baboy. At hindi lang yun. Nagkaroon pa siya ng desire dahil walang-wala na siya na kung ano yung kinakain ng maruming hayop na tinuturing nila, gusto niya ng kainin dahil wala nagpapakain. Now, imagine the situation. He took all, lahat ng kanyang pamana and he squandered it. Then all of a sudden, he hit rock bottom. That is what took place. And then, after that, ito sabi niya sa verse 17, but when he came, to himself. Si bang translation, ang sabi is, when he came to his senses, nung kanyang mapag-isip-isip ang mga nangyari. Isn't it true? 
na minsan tayo, we would, we would wait na marami munang mangyarang hindi maganda bago tayo mag-isip-isip. Hindi po ba? That when, you know, sabi ko nga, when everything is okay, sa buhay natin, sa paligid na, many times, we forget God. Many times, we set God aside. In fact, I believe, marami sa ating ngayon, God has been dealing with some things in your life. Right now, you know that. But there's always a tendency to set it aside. Bakit? Eh, okay pa naman buhay ko eh. I think okay lang kay Lord itong ginagawa ko sa lanan. Wala naman nangyayari sa aking masama eh. Wala pa namang kidlat na dumadating o hindi pa naman bumubuka yung lupa para kainin ako. So I think okay lang kay God. Now you know what? Kung bakit okay lang, parang okay lang na wala nangyayari. You know what? You know why? Simple. Because God loves you so much. He wants you and me to repent before Him. Before na may mangyari pang hindi maganda. Now, in the story of the younger son, that is what took place. He hit rock bottom. And when he was there, in the midst of that rock bottom situation, he came to his senses. Yun pong sinabi It often takes great sorrow and tragedy to cause people to look to the only one that would help them. And then what took place was that it was the memory of his father's goodness when he was still there sa bahay nila. It was that memory, yung alaala ng kabaitan, ng kabutihan ng kanyang ama, yun po ang nagbiga, yun ang nagbukas ng kanyang isipan. At dun siya nagsimulang magsisi sa kanyang kasalanan at magplanong bumalik na muli sa kanyang ama. And you know the story, well, sabi ganun, ay nire-rehearse niya, pinapractice niya kung ano sasabihin niya sa ama. Have you ever done that? You know, pagka magsasorry kayo, nire-rehearse niyo muna kung ano sasabihin niyo. Ako, ganun ako sa tatay ko eh. Dahil sa sobrang takot ko, kailangan, kailangan sigurado ko sa sasabihin ko. Dahil pag nagkamali ako, again, the Board of Education will come upon my seat of learning. And so he was rehearsing. Sasabihin ko, Father, I have sinned against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Take me as, your, as one of your hired servants. Could you imagine that? He is now willing to humble himself. Why? Because he remembered all the good days in the house of his father. And so he said, I want to go back. I want to go back. And so that's what he did. And so Sabi is verse 20. And he arose and came to his father. And while he was still a long way off, malayo pa lang siya. Ano sabi rito? nakita siya ng kanyang ama at nakaramdam ng habag. Malayo pa lang siya. That speaks that that dad is always waiting for him. Laging nagaantay sa pagbabalik ng kanyang anak. And maybe some of you would, would ask, eh, eh, ba't siya hindi hinanap? That's a good question. Ba't siya hindi hinanap? You know why? Because the father knows that his son has a will, a freedom to choose. And many times, ang nature ng tao, ayaw ng pinipilit. Tama ba? Kahit pag nagsishare tayo, marami mga tao, ayaw, uy, sumama ka naman sa akin sa church. Ayoko nga eh. Pero pag yan, ahipo ni Lord, yan pa mag-iaya sa'yo. 
And many of you have experienced that. And so, I believe the father doesn't want his son to go back simply because pinersa siya. Simply because tinakot siya. Pag di ka bumalik, no, no, no. But what I love about the father, which is, in a way, the type of our heavenly father, he was waiting. And when he saw his son still far away, he felt compassion. Nahabag siya. Kahit malayo, kilala niya yung anak niya. Probably hindi na ganun kaganda ang bihis, pero kilala niya yung anak niya. Hindi po ba mga magulang, kahit malayo pa anak mo, kilala mo na yan. Anino pa lang, anak ko yan! Yung mga anak ko, madalas biruin yung kanilang nanay. Pag tumatawa, gagamit ay ibang cellphone, mag-iiba ng boses para biruin yung nanay. Alam na alam ng nanay nila na ang kausap niya, yung anak nila. Why? I don't know. I think it's a human instinct on the part of the parent. Are you hearing me? And then what did he do? He ran towards his son. Now, again, ancient practice. During the ancient times, among matatanda, they don't run towards their son. That is a sign of humiliation. It's always the son who runs toward the father. Pero tong tatay na to, he, he doesn't care. I don't care if people would mock me. I don't care kung ano masabihin ng mga tao. He ran towards his son. Even when he was still far away. And nung napalapit na, what did he do? He embraced him. And he kissed him. Man, every time I come to this verse, I, alam niyo, imagination ko gumagane. Wala sinabi mga telenovela rito. Usually, telenovela, puro, puro love story ng, you know, magsyota. Uh, ano ba tawag ngayon sa magsyota? Magjowa. <laughs> okay. Bihira yung gano'n, yung between, between a parent and their child, bihira. Yun mga gusto kong pinapanood eh. And, and I could just imagine what's happening. You know, Malayo pa lang. His father was always there waiting, waiting every day. He was waiting. And when he saw his son far away, he stood up and pra- palagi ko yung kabog niyo sa dibdib. Ang lakas nun. He knew that's his son. And so what he did, he ran towards his son. And then when they met, he embraced him and kissed him. Wow, what a sight. What a sight. How I wish, how I wish that would happen to me with my dad. And probably some of you have also wished the same thing. Ah, buti pa yung prodigal son. At least, you know, pinuntahan. Eh ako, ako pinalayas. Are you still here with me? I, I, hindi, hindi ko, hindi ko makontain to eh. Hindi, hindi ko makontain yung, yung, yung story na ito. At nung nagkita sa kala, tignan yung sumunod na talata, sabi niya, And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. So, he was repenting before his father. Siguro kung, kung, kung ako tatay na ito, at ganun gila, ha, kapal ng mukha mo. Matapos kang lumayas, matapos mong kunin yung mana mo, buhay pa ako, gusto mo nang pinapatay ako. Tapos ngayon wala ka na, babalik-balik ka, ha? ha? Lum- oh. Sounds funny. 
But if that thing happened to us, that will hurt. Because I believe if there will be the last person na pupuntahan natin, that will be our family. And if the last person na alam natin pupuntahan natin at tinakwil pa tayo, where would we go? But when this son came to his father and asked for forgiveness, he repented. That, you know, when he came to his senses, that is also it's equivalent as if he repented because the word repent means there is a change of mind. And this is what I love about this. Nung kausap siya ng tatay niya, listen, aganda na ito eh. Nung, nung kausap niya, yung tatay niya, he did not wait, the father did not wait for his son to finish his confession. He interrupted him. And immediately, he called his servant, Ay, alay kayo, bigyan nyo nga ito ng, 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 ng balabal, ng robe, bigyan nyo nga ito ng sapat, bigyan nyo nga ito ng Can you imagine that? Can you imagine the love? of the father do sa kanyang anak it doesn't matter whether mag, you know anong gawin nito ang mahalaga sa kanya bumalik yung anak niya and that is the love of the father we have that is how much god loves us he would always wait for us to come to him in repentance and god is not listen he's not even interested with what you did when you asked for forgiveness it doesn't matter kung gano'ng kabigat ang kasalanan ginawa mo. As long as you come to Him in humility and ask for His, for His forgiveness. Why? Because the Bible says He's always ready to forgive you. And that is what the Father did. Hindi niya na ilang, ano nangyari sa'yo? Oh, hindi ba yan yung sinasabi ko sa'yo? Oh, matigas kasi ang ulo mo eh. Gusto mo pa natututo ka the hard way. Oh, ayan. Oh. Well, although it's true, many people want to learn the hard way. But what I love about the Father here, is that he called his servants, but the father said to his servants, bring quickly the best robe. Hindi yung napagliitan na ng iba. And when you talk about robe during that time, that's a sign of dignity and honor. So the father restored the dignity and the honor of his son. And then he said, give him a ring, bring him a ring. And the ring is a sign of authority. During the ancient times, bihiraho mga tao may sing-sing. No, usually, may hikaw, even lalaki. Pero alam niyo, ibig sabihin ng hikaw, nung hindi ho forma yun. Ibig sabihin lang ng hikaw, naka-ingrave doon sa hikaw, sino nagmamayari sa'yo. Yun yun, yun, yun. Uh, Ano ba yun ngayon yung parang sa baka, yung imbis na tinatatak ng sinusunog, hikaw nilalagay nila. Pero ito, binigyan siya ng sing-sing, which is a sign of authority, na sinasabi niya sa mga servants niya, Hey guys, Bumalik na anak ko, may authority to sa inyo kahit maglayas to. And then he gave him a shoes or so it was a sandal. The father gave his son sandals, which is, now listen, during the ancient times, servants don't wear sandals. Only sons wear sandals. Which means when the father gave him the sandals, he was restoring the fullness of his sonship before him. Wow, I don't know about you, but this really excites me. You know why? Because in the same way, this is what the Father, our Heavenly Father, does to each and every one of us. Every time we go back to Him in repentance, every time we acknowledge our sins before Him, His love will always be there. Kaya nga natin lagi sinasabi na, you know, yung pag-ibig niya, hahabulin at hahabulin kanya. Many times, God will do His part in, in reaching out to you again 
so that you can be restored. And many times we have set aside, many times we have closed our ears, ayoko na, anything to do with God, ayoko na yan. But thank God, si Lord hindi nagsasawa sa atin. Only, let me just give this warning, only, wag na nating antayin na dumating tayo sa punto na sa sobrang kalyo na ng puso natin, hindi na natin pinapansin ang tawag ng Panginoon and we will end up in misery and tragedy. Are you still here? And then he said, and bring the fattened calf, kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. Why? For this son, for this my son was dead and is alive again, and he was lost and is found, and they began to celebrate. Wow. In the same way, this is what God does to each and every one of us here right now. You know why? Because God's graciousness is far greater than our sinfulness. I don't know about you. But even as I preach this message, you know, I, I just feel the love of God. Overwhelming love of God. Overflowing. Some of you may even ask, That's a good question. And trust me, whatever negative things ang sa buhay natin, please don't blame God. Wala siyang kinalaman doon. He may have allowed it, but trust me, wala siyang kinalaman doon. In fact, we are all products of our decisions. Way, way back. And sad to say, we are also product of other people's decision. Way, way back. Amen. Are you still here? Nagparty sila dahil nagbalik ang anak. Well, let me say this. Hindi doon natapos ang story. Dumating yung kuya. Narinig yung, yung, yung party. May retro. Yeah. So he went immediately to the side. Ano, ano meron? Bakit, bakit may party dyan? Ay, yung, pong, yung kapatid nyo na naglayas. Yung, yun ho bang nagwaldas ng, yung nagwaldas ho ng pera ng ta. Ay, hindi ba may mga ganun taon lakas manulsol? Ay, bumalik ho. Andiyan ho kayo, kaya ho kami nagpaparte. Ay siya, ay kasayak-saya namin ho din eh. Ay nagpapatay ang inyong tatay. Yung pinakamatabang baka. Ay ayun ho, ay nangumbita ho nang, nang, nang buong sa baryo. And you know what did happen? How did the older brother react? He was angry. He was angry. Now, humanly speaking, I don't blame him. I don't blame him becoming angry with his younger brother. That's a ginawa. But, but, but he was angry. Yung sabi, in verse 28, but he was angry and refused to go in. Ayaw niya makiparty. And so, again, comes the father. What did the father do? His son doesn't want to go in. He went out. The father went out and reached out to the son. But look at this. Yung tatay pa nakiusap, he was entreating him. But, Look at, look, at, look at the older brother. But he answered his father, Look! Tayo, simula pa lang. Alam na alam mo na yung galit sa puso. Hindi man lang nagbigay ng galang. Eh, tay, kasi naman eh. Pwede mo ganun, di ba? Eh, tay. anak niyo yan eh. Hindi, pero sa... Tignan nyo nga! Imagine, imagine the situation. The older son said to his father, Tignan nyo nga, sa maraming taon, 
pinaglingkuran ko kayo, sa maraming taon, hindi ko kayo sinuway. Pero ni minsan, ni hindi nyo ko binigyan kahit man ng maliit na kambing para man makapagsaya ako sa mga barkada ko. You know what, what, what attitude is that? That's an entitlement attitude. Parang ipinamumukha niya sa tatay niya, tay, labu mo eh. Parang ganun sitwasyon eh. Yung anak mo, winaldas, bumalik, tinanggap mo, ako nandito, naglingkot ako sa'yo, tapos na mo lang binigyan ng kambing. Now, try to feel the situation at that time. Naku, ako yung tatay, sino ka para magsalita sa akin ng ganyan? Anak lang kita. But no. Look what the father did. Nagpaliwanag, salit na rebukin, nagpaliwanag. Now, by the way, the older son may have done some commendable things, and I agree. He served, he obeyed, he stayed with his dad. All, all these things are good. But you see, his attitude was corrupted. Pwede tayong gumawa sa panlabas, pero iba nag-uudyok sa puso. Look at this. But when the son of yours who came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. And look at what the father said. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me. And I love this. It says, And all that is mine is yours. For me, that's something different. Because itong isang anak, he was waiting. Di mo ko pinagpatay kahit man lang kami. Anak, anak, kasama kita lagi. Anak kita. Kono akin, pag-aari mo. But what was wrong with that? Ito lang eh. He'd been serving and obeying his father without really having the right motivation in his heart. And that is for him to do that out of love, out of his gratitude to his dad. But no, he was embittered in his heart. At lumalabas yun. And so the father said, all that I have is yours. You could just have asked the servants to kill a goat for your even a fatted calf. But you did not. But my point is this. Instead of the father rebuking his son, he taught him again. Why? Because of his great love. And sabi niya, it was fitting to celebrate and be glad for this, your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. I'll go back and I'm done. What was the issue? The issue was the Pharisees and the scribes were angry Okay, Jesus because he was mingling and associating with the sinners, the outcasts of society. And that's the reason why he gave this parable. So that hoping they might see. Now the crowd the, 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 the sinners and, and the, uh, the tax collectors, they have identified themselves with the younger son. And they were rejoicing. And when Jesus shared the story of the older brother, he was hoping that the religious people would see them in the light of the older brother. Judgmental. Wrong motivations. Entitlement mentality. 
embittered, and so on and so forth. Now, I pray that today we can now identify where we, where we can relate ourselves either to the prodigal son, the lost son, or the lost brother, the older brother. But my point again is simply because of God's graciousness is far greater than all of our sins. All we need to do is just go back to God. All we need to do is to acknowledge His love, His grace, and His heart for you and me. I pray after today, your love, okay, God, would increase all the more. I pray after today that we would always check our heart, that we would always check our motives, that we would refrain from judging anyone because we're not God. We're not called to judge. We're called to love. We are called to just receive those repentant people. Amen. And let God do the rest. Father God, I thank you that we cannot run away from your love. We cannot run away from your grace. That in spite of our shortcomings, you're always there. Ready and willing to forgive. Ready and willing to accept us back. Father God, thank you so much for giving us always the opportunity to just go back to you to ask for your forgiveness and maybe just like the younger son Lord we have run away from you we may externally attend church but we know that our heart is far away from you God I pray touch us once again can we just all stand up right now wherever you are but wherever you are, in your own words, would you, just, would you just talk to your Heavenly Father? If you're here and you need to just go back to God, if you just need to, to repent and ask God for forgiveness, if you have not made Jesus the Lord of your life, if you have not really surrendered your whole, you can do it right now. In fact, why don't you close your eyes, bow your heads, everyone. And maybe you have, you've been attending, pero you know your heart is far away from God. You know everything is, a, is just a business as usual. You know that everything, I don't know what you're going through right now. Because only you, only you can know your situation. But if you're that person I'm talking to right now, you have run away from God. Your heart is really far away. You don't have that commitment. Would you, would you pray this prayer with me? If, you, if this is the first time you have to accept Jesus, to, to ask Him to come into your life as Lord and Savior, would you pray this prayer with me? Sabi natin, Ama sa langit, sa pangalan ni Jesus, humihingi po ako ng kapatawaran sa lahat ng aking mga kasalanan. Panginoon, patawarin mo ako kung ang puso ko'y malayo sa iyo. Physical, ako'y naririto. Pero ang puso ko'y malayo sa iyo. Panumbalikin mo ko. Restore me, O God. Panauliin mo ang init sa aking puso. Panauliin mo 
ang tamang pagkakaunawa ko sa iyong pag-ibig. Muli, Jesus, pumasok ka sa aking puso at maging Panginoon ng aking buhay. Tinatanggap kita at ang bagong buhay na iyong pinapangako. Sa pangalan ni Jesus, Amen. Well, let me just pray for you. Father God, for those who have prayed those prayers, you know them. You know them. Lord, I pray, just touch them right now. If they need to be restored, God, I speak a restoration upon them. If they need, Lord God, your love to be affirmed to them, Lord, let it be so according to their faith. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now, for those of you who have identified yourself with the older brother, would you also pray this prayer with me? Would you follow this prayer after me? And say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive me for having a critical heart, a judgmental heart. Forgive me for being sometimes too legalistic, most especially when I see other people. Remind me that as you have forgiven me, I also ought to forgive others. And Lord, right now, I forgive those who have hurt me, even if they are not asking for forgiveness. I choose to forgive them. Lord, give me a right heart. Give me a right motivation na sa lahat ng gagawin ko, it will be out of love and gratitude. Thank you, Lord, for restoring me right now.